It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Although, I don't really feel that because I like doing this for a living, so, you know. I said the weekends generally for me are a honeydew list, but... So, no. Anyway, welcome to the show. Just real quick, just a, a word of advice to uh, uh, young men who are getting married for the very first time. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe you know, you could be marrying another guy. What, anyway, uh, I'm married to a woman, and uh, what I would do at the beginning of the relationship is just avoid buying tools altogether. Just, just say, you know, just act like you have some sort of uh, failed acumen. There's no way you could ever pick up home improvement. There's no way you could ever do it. You know, honey, I'm really honestly, I, um, I'm allergic to electricity, something like that. Do that right away. Because otherwise, down the road, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. And you're going to start getting a honey-do list. That's going, hey, you know, can you replace this outlet? Can you replace this healing fan? Can you replace it whatever? And then, the where I am right now, I actually am given things to do by my wife while I'm doing things. So I'm in the middle of putting in a three-way switch dimmer for the ceiling. Hey, when you, get, you know, we need to look at that light down in the bathroom. <sighs> Don't buy tools and pretend like you can't do it. Okay, just going to, right off the bat, just get that out of the way early in the marriage. So, uh, a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, it looks like that the Biden administration is, and I'm, I'll just say it because this is how they are. This is how Democrats are. They are denying life-saving treatment for COVID to Republican states out of spite. That's what they do. Nancy Pelosi did the same damn thing with COVID aid before the election. She put off COVID aid, COVID aid, COVID aid, COVID aid bill for 10 months while businesses were told to shut down, told by the government they had to shut down, and they had no recourse, no ability to make money. And Nancy Pelosi put off the aid bill until after the election. This is the kind of people who we're dealing with. They are soulless they used to have a soul. It was a dark soul. And now they just don't have a soul at all. Uh, so we got some of that going on. We've got a little Millie stuff going on, uh, an ungodly border crisis at our southern border. And what did we say? What did we say months ago? We said that if, these, if the southern border is open for those from Central and South America, don't you suppose the rest of the world will come here? Now, the only people that the Biden administration is not welcoming here are Cubans in exile, Cubans who are wanting to leave that country. Have you noticed that story dropped from the front pages? And we left the, the hundreds of thousands of Cubans who were protesting an evil regime that has murdered hundreds of thousands and imprisoned hundreds of thousands of people over the year. It's gone now. Mission accomplished. But now, coming across the border, we've got Haitians. Lots and lots of Haitians. Lots and I'm losing my Haitians with you. Anyway, so that's coming up. Let's start off real quick. I, I love this, this person. You know, a lot of people, love, one of the things that has really um, not only broken the camel's back, the straw that broke with the camel's back, the camel is lying there on the ground. Then the vaccine mandate comes up. That shot the camel in the head. And then uh, you've got the, uh, now the border crisis again. That's going to run over the camel with a tank. So here is a, a lunch lady. I just saw this online this morning. She posted uh, a TikTok videos on uh, YouTube. She is a lunch lady, works at a university. She's been told by the Biden administration that she and her cohorts need to be vaccinated to feed college students. Here's what she had to say. So I got to work this morning, and of course you see where I'm at, at work. And I was told that um, Mr. Biden had made an announcement last week. Yeah. I told him, I know. I'm ready to go home. And so is my staff. We feed 200 college students a day. Good luck trying to do that without us. We're trained professionals. Joe Biden, go f yourself. Because we're fing sick of it and we're done. Whoa, 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 that's a lunch lady. 
you know, there's a little old lady who, you know, wears a hairnet and she smiles all the time. And here's what she had to say to Joe Biden. Professionals. Joe Biden, go f*** yourself. Because we're f***ing sick of it and we're done. Yes, yes, that's spectacular. You know, and I listen, I don't condone, uh, you know, profanity, although I use it frequently, particularly when I do uh, honeydew projects. And my daughter occasionally calls me out. It's like, Dad, do you need to say that while you're putting the sink in? Yes, I do. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's where we are right now. That's why people are chanting, F Joe Biden. F Joe Biden. I normally don't embrace incivility, but in this case, if you are treated incivilly, I guess, uh, you get to a breaking point and you go, you know, uh, screw you, screw you. U.S. unemployment claims arose from uh, 312 to 332,000 in August after Biden's $300 a week COVID benefit expired on Labor Day. You'd think that people go out and get jobs, but I guess not. I guess not. Yeah, and you know what? It's really amazing. All you really have to do, if you want to experience a 100% increase in business, pay attention here. Okay, pay attention. If you're closed on Sunday and you open on Monday and your first customer is a 100% increase in business, there you go. It's that easy and it's like that for the entire country. If you just open businesses and let people go, you will experience gigantic growth. Now, the Biden administration paid people $14,400 additionally, which is $300 a week, per year on top of unemployment from state aid. So that's why people stayed at home. Meanwhile, businesses are scrambling. Yesterday, I tried to get a haircut on uh, Wednesday, and the place that I go, I got to go to Great Clips. I have a real designer, uh, you know, a real designer spa that I go to. And they were closed because they didn't have enough workers. So I went in yesterday and got my haircut. But anyway, that's, uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, that's your, uh, that's your welcome back Carter moment. Welcome back, Carter. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So um, the southern border, there is a bridge, and uh, Haitians are gathering under it. It's the Del Rio area of Texas, and 10,000 people are there now. They are mostly Haitians. How do Haitians get to our southern border? And what would compel Haitians to come to our southern border? Make no mistake about it. Our president, this administration, has allowed a breach of our national security on our sovereign southern border. That is an impeachable offense. Don't talk about impeachment. Don't. No, that is an impeachable offense. That's the one, one thing, one of the main things that a president and a federal government has to do is to secure the border, and they are failing intentionally. Rob Fennerty on Wake Up America talked to uh, Jason Jones of the uh, Texas Department of uh, Public Safety. Now, it's interesting because I'll just mention Fox News had a drone down there and they were showing footage of all these tens of thousands of immigrants who are piling up under this bridge, a very unsafe conditions, no water, no food, no bathrooms, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they were showing it in a drone. Well, the FAA suddenly this morning decided that they can't have a little drone, like a drone you buy at Radio Shack or whatever. Because it's somehow a security risk. No, it's, it's, it's broadcasting the news. So you know what the Texas Department of Public Safety did in, in the state of Texas? They just said, screw it, we're bringing in one of our helicopters. Here's a little bit of uh, Finnerty talking to Jason Jones about the crisis. They're mostly coming from Brazil and they're coming from Chile. Rob, where they've been living a long for the way. last three to seven years. Yeah, that's oh. a long way. Tell us about this bridge. The numbers now, I'm looking at a report right now that estimates the number of mostly Haitian migrants under that bridge in Del Rio, the International Bridge, at 11 
thousand. I mean, this is this is nowhere this is nowhere near anything we've seen in over twenty five years. I'm doubting most of them have masks on or have been vaccinated. Uh, looking at these images, but I understand or tested. And the FAA grounded all drones in this area yesterday, basically because they don't want the American public seeing what you're looking at right now. How'd you get this footage? We got it directly from the Texas Department of Public Safety, who was willing to share it so the American people can see what's really happening. After the if you can't fly a drone, bring in a friggin' helicopter. The FAA did exactly what you said, Woo-hoo! which is trying to limit the ability for drones and other aircraft to be able to see it. So we were really appreciative to get that out. And, you know, look, that is an exclusive here on Newsmax. But here's the thing that really gets me. This is still going on. And we've got in the background what we're hearing another 10,000 coming. And I've got to stress to you, Del Rio, Texas only has about 35,000 people. So you've literally got one third underneath a bridge right now. Thank you, Joe Biden, for making our life a living hell in Del Rio. Now, and the lack of resources and ability to get food, water, other things are going to degrade. And Rob, while that's going on, we can't forget we still have other national security issues taking place. Fentanyl, methamphetamine, right. the cartel del Noreste, the La Zetas. Every day, small-town America is being affected. And that doesn't matter. That Really, that doesn't matter. The most important thing is you have vaccine passports to get into restaurants in New York City and Los Angeles. Here's a little bit more with Jason Jones and Rob Finnerty. Yeah, it's really a dynamic situation unfolding down there. So beginning of Monday, it really began when we began seeing a large groups of Haitians and Cubans beginning to cross, mostly Haitians. And now, what it, could cause those people to come here? What could cause them to come here? They didn't come here during uh, Donald Trump's administration. Um, what is he? Oh, yeah, policy. It was about 1,400 people. Every day it began expanding. Yesterday morning when we were on your show, it was at 6,200. And last night I've been on the phone with law enforcement on the ground from state and federal. Are y'all about sick of this beep yet? Agencies trying to understand exactly, I am. exactly what's taking place down there. They're now at over 10,000 people, guys. And this thing wow. has the, the ability to really degrade rapidly. You have to remember, South Texas is extremely brutal. Everything bites, everything stings. You know, you've got really extreme temperatures. Well, that, the same thing in D.C. If you live in that, everyone bites, everyone stings. It's all, yeah, right there, especially on Capitol Hill, right around there. Down there. 100 degrees, snakes, the- spiders. I just, this waterfall that these, these migrants are, are, are going across, where, where is this? Yeah, it's Del Rio, Texas, okay. and it's the port of, and where these people are, what you're seeing is underneath the port of entry, but they're crossing not on the port, they're crossing between the ports of entry, and so the imagery that you're seeing is coming from a Texas Department of Public Safety helicopter that is uh, conducting interdiction patrols along that border for Operation Lone Star, which Texas, once again, has now been forced to go down there and try to help the federal government. Now, here's the thing about these Haitians that are crossing. We've been on the phone with law enforcement trying to understand why they're coming now. Well, it all has to do with DHS Secretary Mayorkas, who has extended the temporary protective status. Of- whoa, whoa, whoa. That sounds like policy. Haitians. Right. And so that is what's causing them to come to this country because now they know that if they come now, they can stay in this country. And by the way, I want to congratulate Kamala Harris for doing a bang-up job on the border. I mean, that's actually what the, the Biden administration is, is. They are congratulating her because this is what they wanted. This is what they wanted. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what it's going to take to take our country back. Uh, we can only take so much of an assault. 
And sooner or later, we're going to have to do something. We're going to have to do something. We're going to have to do a convention of states. We're going to have to do something. We are being assaulted on all fronts. Everything from uh, not being able to build the Keystone Pipeline and inflation going through the ceiling and gas prices going through the ceiling and grocery prices going through the ceiling. The ungodly situation of the border, the stupid pullout of Afghanistan and the takeover of Afghanistan by the Taliban with $85 billion worth of our equipment. Out of control spending, they want to spend at least $3.5 trillion and it's not on infrastructure, it's about fundamentally transforming America. Who said that? Who said that? I'm about done with it. I think you're about done with it. I really do. I really do. You can't take much more um, and we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Oh, uh, Mark Milley says that he was perfectly within his responsibilities and duties to call General Lee, not not that one, in uh, China with regard to Nancy Pelosi saying that Donald Trump was crazy and uh, they should take him out of the chain of command with regard to the military and essentially put uh, Nancy Pelosi and General Milley in charge of military decisions. He says that's perfectly within the duties and responsibilities of a of a banana republic coup. I mean, of, a, of his office, he says. He says, I think it's best that I reserve my comments on the record until I do that in front of lawmakers who have the lawful responsibility to oversee the U.S. military. I'll go to any level of detail Congress wants to go in the next couple of weeks. Good, because we would like to do, uh, yeah, we would like to do that. Here is uh, Kevin McCarthy on Newsmax talking about General Milley. Yes, we have to get to the bottom. I think you're ahead of the Joint Chiefs that you would call another nation without talking to a president and say... Dude, did he say the Joint Chiefs? Because I'd totally like to be one of those guys. You would uh, give them a heads up. Um, now, that's, if that is true, that comes to the question of whether he could stay in the job. But there's more to this. Remember what Milley did. He, he started in this new administration to make our military woke. Yep. The books that he was requesting them to read. I don't think the Taliban cared about that. No. And then we just watched his actions within Afghanistan itself. The failures of what went forward there. And now, what we're uh, alleging, what we're hearing here, we need to get to the bottom of all of this. Here is uh, Sean Spicer talking a little bit more about what's going on in Afghanistan, particularly the rise of the Taliban with Kevin McCarthy. Think about this. On August 19th, President Biden told us he would not leave Afghanistan until every single American was out. That was a lie. But lo and behold, a couple weeks later, he left with no plan to get those Americans home. That tells us everything we need to know about the Biden administration. Pretty much. They will leave you behind. But the other thing is, we need an account or they'll sneak up behind you and smell your hair of all the weaponry provided to the Taliban. They now have an air force larger than one third of our NATO allies. They have more Black Hawks than Australia. This weaponry that they have now, either they will utilize it or they will sell it to our adversaries, Iran, China or Russia. And then they keeping Americans there. They're being held to ransom is is this Biden administration one? No cash for it. Another item was we cannot recognize this government. 
And then also, uh, Representative Blinken wants to give the Taliban another $10 billion if they uh, go ahead and continue to uh, abide by the uh, precepts of the agreement, which they're not. They're cutting off people's heads and murdering uh, pregnant women and uh, sticking uh, screwdrivers in their heads. And, and then we go and retaliate by killing a guy who's an aid worker and seven children with a drone strike and claim it was two guys who did a car bombing, who planned a car bombing, and they were riding on the back of a moped. All of that a lie. All of that a lie. And here's what's going to happen, because the uh, the Taliban is now suddenly in charge of Afghanistan, and they're saying that they're the governing uh, body of uh, Afghanistan, who has no ability to govern, has no ability to keep the utilities on, has no ability to collect taxes, has uh, other than just to steal from the citizenry. They, this is not a government. So the only way they are going to be able to make money feed themselves and not the population, by the way, is to get aid from the United States, is to sell off some of that military hardware, or to get aid from the bad actors in the world like Iran. Meanwhile, the people of the country will starve to death. That's what's going to happen. Here's Rob Finnerty of Wake Up America with Representative Matt Whitaker. Uh, this is back to uh, General Milley. Let's get a little bit more, let's have a little more Milliness. All right, let's talk about uh, General Mark Milley, four-star general. Um, the question is, is this just insubordination and he will be reprimanded? Of course, that's at Joe Biden's discretion. Or does this rise to something where he could be court-martialed or, uh, you know, if this is, in fact, a treasonous act? Where are you on, on what's going on here? Yeah, I, I think the, the bar for treason obviously uh, is high. Uh, but at the same time, I think his behavior is completely outrageous. Uh, I think... You know, I'm surprised that Joe Biden is keeping him in this role. Uh, he's gone, you know, he went completely rogue, uh, you know, really violated the civilian control of the military. And ultimately, he literally is like the embodiment of George C. Scott's character in Dr. Strangelove. He, you know, I think put our country uh, more at risk. And, you know, this need to watch that movie. This is where these types of people, these deep state bureaucrats that have never stood for election suddenly think, they're in charge and can, you know, kind of run their own plays and run their own show. You know, if he felt so strongly about telling the Chinese our intentions before we did something, uh, if, you know, if it was necessary, uh, you know, he should have either got permission for the president and fully disclosed what he was going to say, or he should run for president, quite frankly, because, you know, yeah. I'm tired of these people that just kind of keep running their own plays, thinking that somehow they're in charge when the president of the United States is the one that won the election. Absolutely. Rob also talked to Fred Flights, a former national security uh, advisor. Some of the, the left-leaning um, cable channels, they are saying that, you know, Donald Trump was unhinged, he was insane, so Milley was a patriot for doing what he did. What's being missed is that he completely subverted the normal chain of command. Um, is, that, is that an act of treason in and of itself? It was certainly an act of insubordination. It may have been an act of treason. This is a very serious issue because we saw this throughout the Trump presidency where Democrats were telling people in the government not to do what Trump said to defy his orders. Right. Our government can't operate that way. We have to respect the election, uh, the, the elected president that the people choose. Democrats can't just decide Republicans aren't qualified. Federal employees, please don't follow this president's order. I think what Milley did is outrageous and needs to be explained, but I'm afraid this went on far too often during the Trump years. Yeah, I think it does fall in there. On one end, we've got, at the very least, insubordination. At the other, we've got we've got potentially court-martialing Milley. 100%. Uh, Senator Rick Scott of Florida said that if reports implicating General Milley for making secret phone calls to uh, Xi, he needs to be read his rights. Okay? 
Did General Milley call our enemy communist China and say this? If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. If true, Milley needs to be read his rights. If not true, why is Wood, Bob Woodward lying? If this is the case, he would be tipping off our enemy to an impending military strike, which would endanger our troops. Think about that, kids. Think about that. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is telling our enemy that if the president decides to do a strike, we want you to know so you can preeminently strike us. Do you realize how criminally deadly, dangerous, treacherous, and treasonous that is? It is. There's no bout a doubt it, ladies and gentlemen. No bout a doubt it. Kind of get into uh, the Biden administration restricting uh, potentially life-saving treatments for COVID from Republican states for uh, politics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have some red-hot sake, too. She addresses it in her own little snarky, snotty way. So are you still going to the post office? You're still paying full price for postage? You don't need to do that. You can send letters. You can ship packages. Pay less, a lot less. Discounted rates from the USPS or UPS. Stamps.com saves businesses, small business, large businesses, thousands of hours, tons of money. And all you got to do is uh, print off your U.S. postage on your own home printer. You don't need anything fancy. You get discount rates up to 40% off the uh, post office, up to 66 off UPS. That's huge. No risk. Just go to Stamps.com, enter promo code Newsmax. Stamps.com, enter code Newsmax. And what you're going to get is a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Stamps.com, enter code Newsmax at the top of the page to enjoy that. Here is something. The other day, I, I didn't play this. I didn't have time. This is Rand Ball. He had a very special message about a week ago with regard to these monoclonal antibodies, which is a terrific treatment for those who are starting to get bronchitis with regard to COVID. Listen to what he had to say. Hi, this is Dr. Rand Paul with the public service announcement about monoclonal antibodies. I want to make sure you know about this potentially life-saving treatment. If you are infected with COVID-19 virus and begin to have a bronchitis-like cough, but you're not sick enough to be in the hospital yet, but you're continuing to get sicker, you should ask your doctor about receiving a monoclonal antibody treatment. If you have the virus, this treatment could potentially save your life. It helped President Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and Chris Christie when they were battling the disease, and it could help you too. As a physician, I think it's incredibly important for patients to have access to as much life-saving information as possible, especially as we still continue to see COVID-19 cases across the country. This is kind of interesting. President Joe Biden is facing criticism for restricting shipments of monoclonal antibody treatments for the uh, coronavirus to southern states. Yeah, yeah. High demand in southern states where some residents are, are still not vaccinated, as well as those uh, who are vaccinated but still contracted the virus. The Department of Health and Human Services has restricted shipments to Florida and other southern states. In Florida, the HHS provided less than 31,000 doses this week, half the 70,000 doses requested by the state. Wow, just wow. Ron DeSantis says we are very, very concerned with the Biden administration and the HHS's recent abrupt sudden announcement that they are going to dramatically cut the number of monoclonal antibodies that they are going to be sending to the state of Florida. There's going to be a huge disruption and patients are going to suffer as a result of this. And I don't put it past them one little bit just because they are, uh, well, D words for Richard. Here is uh, Marco Rubio talking about the cutoff. 
Every day, it's something new with these people in the Biden administration. And they literally want to punish and control everybody that doesn't do what they want them to do. Here's the latest, all right? Do you know how many people I know, including vaccinated people that got COVID and were able to get an antibody treatment? And as a result of the antibody treatment, it kept them from getting really sick. It kept them from out of the hospital. In some cases, I believe, and I think their doctors believe, it may have saved their lives. I personally know dozens of people that have gone through that, including family members that went through that. And, and we, the numbers tell us thousands of people have benefited from it. And Florida, and rightfully so, has, has made it readily available. There is no need for rationing of this. This is evil. This administration is evil. Look what they've done to the country so far. I told you the Democrat Party is soulless. Before that, it had a black, dark soul. And it started with slavery, and it moved into Jim Crow... And it kept going and going and going. Honestly, this is the latest. This is the latest affront from an administration that would allow 220,000 people across the border each month for the last several months. 1.5 million people illegally across the border since the beginning of the year. None of them needed to be vaccinated. None of them needed to be tested while they're making you and me, our kids wear masks in class and making us be vaccinated to go into restaurants and live our lives freely. For people to get these treatments and you have to get it early. Well, now the Biden administration, because they don't like the way Florida is handling vaccines and not forcing people to do it, in states like Florida as well, uh, now they've decided they're going to ration the antibody treatments. They're going to start rationing it. There's not a shortage. There isn't some crisis. But they've decided they want to start rationing it. This reeks of politics. Let me tell you what this is. This is the Biden administration punishing Florida. And they're saying to... And people will die because of it. Florida and states like Florida. Oh, yeah? You're not going to have mandates? You're not going to do what we want you to do? Yep. Well, then guess what? We're going to cut off your antibody treatment and your access to them. This is ridiculous. This is outrageous. People see it for what it is. These people are completely out of control. I don't know what we can do about it in Congress, but I'm going to start looking at it. because. Oh, I think we've got to do a lot of different things. And it, it may just, re- I don't know. It's going to re- require mass protest. It's going to require a peaceful uh, Berlin Wall moment is what it's going to take. I'll just be honest. Uh, you know, there have been some great movements that affected change in this, uh, in this country and around the world over the years. you got uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, John Paul, uh, Margaret Thatcher. They're the ones who brought down the Soviet Union. No shots fired. Gandhi affected change in India. Martin Luther King Jr. affected tremendous change in America. We need a Berlin Wall moment in this country to take down this swamp, devastatingly corrupt federal government. That's what we need. We don't have to fire a single shot. But if we just wait for the ballot box to roll around with the possibility of having stolen again, and yes, I'll say it, that was stolen in 2020, I'm not afraid to say that, then we're going to have to have a peaceful Berlin Wall movement. We are going to have to do something as a people in America to affect change in a peaceful way to drain the damned bloody swamp. That's what it's going to take.
Are you ready for some hot sake, ladies and gentlemen? Jen Saki, the uh, White House spokes ginger yesterday, was asked by Emerald Robinson, a fellow ginger, by the way, about uh, monocrotal antibodies and how uh, the Biden administration has taken it away from Florida because they hate Ron DeSantis. Lives and data available showed a waning efficacy of vaccines. After- now listen to how she t- she turns to the uh, to the answer. After a certain number of months. Speaking of the waning efficacy of vaccines, I do have another question about the the president's COVID mm-hmm. plan. Mm-hmm. She got looks daily mm-hmm. yes whatever emerald he promised on september 9th that he was going to send 50 percent more supply of monoclonal antibodies to states yet the biden administration is cutting supplies in red states by 50 percent so for example and that is happening uh you know in florida they were expecting to get seventy thousand doses this week which they say they need they're only get ready for jen snarky getting thirty thousand doses and this is not just for unvaccinated people. In South Florida, half the people who are seeking this treatment are fully vaccinated. So why is the Biden administration cutting these supplies? Because we're being complete douchebags. That's not accurate. So let me give you the accurate information. Let me give you the accurate information. Information. Uh, first of all, we are increasing our distribution this month by 50%. Just not to southern states. In early August, we were distributing an average of 100,000 doses per week. Now we're shipping an average of 150,000 doses. Just not to Republican states. Per week. Over the last month, though, uh, and one thing that I think people need to understand for clarity, facts. I know I know you're like facts. Um, wow. Is that mon- wow. Did you hear that? This is so funny when the Emerald Robinson challenges her and she just goes into this this unbelievable uh, snarky little replies. And one thing that I think people need to understand for clarity, facts. I know I know you're like facts. I know you like facts. Um, <laughs> is that monoclonal antibodies yes. are life saving therapies that are used after infection uh, to prevent more yes. severe outcomes. So yes. clearly, the way to protect people and save more lives is to get them vaccinated so that they do- ah there we go don't get uh, the. COVID to begin with. But over the last month, given the rising cases due to the Delta variant and the lower number... And the uh, lower hospitalizations and your chances of having to be hospitalized being much less with the Delta variant. And and 50% of uh, the people in the hospital for coronavirus actually went in for something else, but they got a test for coronavirus and they're admitted for coronavirus. You know why? Cha-ching! Vaccination rates in some of these states, like Florida, like Texas, just seven states are making up... Very few people die of coronavirus. Many people die with coronavirus of other things. 70% of the orders. Our supply is not unlimited, and we believe it should be equitable across uh, states across the country. Do you? Oh, it's not equitable. There have been no reports of a, a, a lack of supply, so why cut them to those states only? If yes. no I think about our role as the, as the government overseeing the entire country is to be equitable in how we distribute. Wow. We're not going to give a greater percentage to Florida over Oklahoma, nor do I think are you suggesting that. Well, there's a, there's a much larger population in Florida, you see there, Jen Schnarky. She didn't answer the question, did she? Did she? She didn't do it. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Oh, did you notice that Joe Biden has developed a cough the last few speeches? Listen governor to this. Gavin Newsom, the best governors in the country. <laughs> California, <laughs> I'm not sure you know it, but if you didn't know it, you should. Fascinating his state. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, for these Republican governors, it isn't about public health, about the health of the people. It's about politics in Mississippi. 
<clears throat> Children are required to be vaccinated against measles. Doesn't he sound very healthy and virile? Mumps, rubella, chicken pox. Even though he's at actually the uh, average age that a male in America dies and he's also got senility. Hepatitis B, polio, tetanus, and more. It's a state requirement. And he's lived through all of those. <clears throat> but now in the midst of this pandemic that has taken over 650. That is broadcasting strength around the world, people. Thousand lives. Look, folks. We don't need politics in this battle against us. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here at all. Here is Jen Psaki being addressed about Joe Biden's coughing. One very different separate. Many of us were in the East Room watching the president. Mm -hmm. We've seen him on many occasions where he has a repeated cough. What is the situation with that cough and is that a concern? Uh, it's not a concern. We have a doctor who travels with him, uh, obviously, who checks in if, if there, it is ever warranted. Uh, and certainly that continues to be the case, uh, as it has been since the beginning of his presidency. Is there an explanation? Just a 78-year-old man, kind of feeble, tripping upstairs and everything, starting to cough there a lot. There's none to see here. for why he coughs so frequently in situations like that. I'm sure you saw it. I did. I, I don't think it's an issue of concern. I think uh, there are a range of reasons why we may need to clear our throat or we may have a little light cold. Uh, and that's certainly something that presidents, elected officials, reporters, uh, spokespeople uh, can confront. But it's not an area where we have a medical. Concern. There you go. There you go. By the way, uh, Anthony Fauci fails to dismiss fears of a monster variant. Monster variant. On Tuesday, he failed to dismiss concerns over the potential for a monster variant just in time for election year. Yeah. When asked about the potential for the, uh, the situation to devolve beyond Delta to a monster variant. On Tuesday, Fauci did not dismiss the concern. Rather, he used it as a means to promote the Biden administration's vaccination efforts. There's always a risk. As you get more circulation of the virus in the community, that's you'll get enough accumulation of new mutations to get variant that is functionally different than the ones we are seeing now. He was on uh, uh, Joe Morning Joe with Mika Zizinski or whatever. Uh, one of the reasons we have to make sure we get as many people vaccinated as we possibly can is the virus will not mutate if they don't have the opportunity to spread and replicate. In early August, Fauci told uh, ABC's George Stephanopoulos the U.S. could risk seeing an endless cycle of variants evade vaccines if we don't get good control of the community spread. What a just a wow. Uh, by the way, in my, in my uh, kids' county uh, school district, uh, a lot of people in the county, uh, 600 kids have tested positive for COVID in the, in the school district system. 600. And there's like hundreds of thousands. 600. And you want to know how many kids have been hospitalized? One. One. Oh, here is James O'Keefe. He, uh, he's reading some notes that he's getting from people about the COVID vaccine and whatnot. Big announcement. Project Veritas is about to release a whistleblower story about the COVID vaccine. We've been getting thousands of messages from everyone everywhere wanting to blow the whistle. I'm going to read a few of these to you. A lot of these messages involve people who are going to get fired from their jobs if they don't take the vaccine. They're informing us that they're going to refuse and they're willing to lose their jobs. I'm going to read some of them to you. I'm sure you're getting plenty of reports about the military vaccine mandates. I have refused the so-called FDA-approved vaccine that my leaders have mandated. I'm an active duty Air Force and have been for over 18 years, and I'm fighting for my family's retirement. I hear Don Lemon is in favor of mandates, particularly on Friday nights, Saturday nights. They have placed me on Do Not Arm roster, where they've taken my weapon from me and secluded me to my office. My commander told me it was because I'm a threat to the public being unvaccinated. Wow. 
That's our military. I will not comply and know there is more going on that many choose to believe. Mr. O'Keefe, I'm a 10-year veteran of the United States Marine Corps. Last Thursday, I declined to get the COVID vaccine for my chain of command. Following day, my chain of command called me in the office and placed me on a 6105 adverse paperwork in front of me and told me I was in violation of a direct order and received NJP non-judicial punishment forfeiture of all pay. I have a wife and daughter to consider, so I reluctantly agreed. Listen. When I arrived at the clinic, they had a needle already prepped, which goes against medical practices. They would not let me read the fact sheet on the vial box. This wow, 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 wow. Josh Snyder is a facilities manager at the Missouri Baptist Medical Center, the MBMC. He said, I watched our hospital administrators say in the media that our intensive care units were overflowing with COVID patients at 98% capacity, which wouldn't be overflowing, actually, uh, knowing that it was a complete and utter lie. Snyder relates that the MBMC uh, hospital, part of a larger $5.5 billion annual network, which receives, I think, per COVID patient about $37,500, with the Barnes Jewish Hospital System in St. Louis, Missouri, actually shut down three out of four floors of intensive care during COVID because they were unused. Quote, and even after shutting down three-fourths of our ICU capacity, they were still never more than 50% full with that drastically reduced overall capacity. These medical systems that they are saying they are overrun with COVID patients are lying to the public. Snyder provided documentary proof of the COVID caseload of the MBCMC system whose COVID patients do not track national trends and where the number of COVID patients in ICU at many points, a single solitary person. Quote, I would have to adjust the airflow in some of the rooms of people in the ICU with COVID. They were fine. I believe in COVID. I know how serious it is, but I also personally saw people who were fine. They had a terminal case of boredom. I spoke with these people and they weren't sick at all. They felt fine, but they had to stay there. Like I said, 50% of patients going into hospitals with something else test positive for COVID and are admitted for COVID because the hospitals have a financial incentive to put them in there. Many of the patients brought their PlayStations with them to waste times and play video games instead. Snyder provided an insider chart from the hospital that shows very different numbers than will be reported to the public and to the government. Internal numbers in MBMC said that 19 COVID patients in the ICU. External, they said that 35 COVIDs were in the ICU. The public numbers were off from internal reports of COVID patients by almost 100%. Quote, the real flu season is the hospital was always more open than COVID has been. Flu season in the hospital is very challenging, and even the tamest flu season in years past was still worse than COVID has been so far. The people who have been suffering and sadly dying are clearly people who are hundreds of pounds of overweight and people with multiple other comorbidities like stage four cancer. I am not a doctor, but the response uh, and the panic to the virus is clearly wildly disproportionate to reality. Inside Edition went to New York and 11 of 15 New York restaurants tested at random are not enforcing the proof of vaccination mandate. In other countries, what people are doing is they're saying, okay, fine, we'll just go out here in the street and sit and wait for our food. I love this. Construction workers, people, they're just saying, screw it. I'll just take a chair and I'll sit in the middle of the street by hundreds and see what the authorities can do as I get my lunch outside. I love it. I love it. Here's a report from Inside Edition. They went to one restaurant and, of course, they're sycophantic and they're terrified of the government. They uh, mandated it and they, you know, you couldn't eat there if you didn't have your passport. The other one said, nah. They did everything by the book. 
Um, ID along with proof of vaccination. Oh, I have my ID. I don't have my Vax card, but I am vaccinated. Unfortunately, if we don't have proof, we can't see you inside. It's New York law. But it was a different story at this restaurant on the Upper East Side. How about inside? For two? Inside would be great. Our producer got a table indoors right away, no questions asked. And at this popular burger joint. Can I do a, a junior burger with cheese? Mm -hmm. They've got these new signs on most of their tables saying, show us your vax. Awesome, thank you. But nobody asked us to show them anything. The next day, I spoke to a BurgerFi manager. We did have a producer who, who came by last night who was able to sit inside, and he said that he wasn't asked for vaccination so? card or status or anything. <laughs> I'm shocked right now. I'm not gonna lie, I'm shocked because I know that definitely I've been asking everyone. Just four out of- Did she say accent or vaccine? Teen restaurants asked to see both proof of vaccination and a matching ID. I love it, I love it. I mean, I'm not telling you to, to disobey the law. I'm not. And I'm certainly, and I do mean this seriously, don't take it out of the waitstaff. It would just not be terrible if restaurants said, you know, screw the law. I, I'm, not, I'm not promoting it. I'm not promoting it at all. Nancy Pelosi says that we uh, Trump supporters are cult members. I love this. Nancy Pelosi uh, was in, she's in the United Kingdom this week ahead of the G7 uh, speakers meeting, which begins in uh, Chorley, England. Here's what she said about Trump members. I'd say to my Republican friends, and I do have some. <laughs> no, you don't. No. Take back your party. You're the grand old party of America. You've done wonderful things oh. for our country. Oh. You've now been hijacked by a cult. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I've got a, I've got to turn towards uh, uh, Southern Florida and uh, and kneel on my Trump para rug here, real quick. All hail Trump! All hail Trump! I owe all everything I owe to Donald Trump. We swear our unity. We swear our lives to Trump. Okay, I'm done. Uh, some more from Nancy Pelosi. It's just not good for our country. Take back your party. Do not let Is it... Is it time to turn to Sarasota? No, to, to Mar-a-Lago? No? Oh, that's not until noon. Okay. Be dominated by those who want to suppress... The prayer rules are still kind of developing. That's the vote because they have no positive message to win. Okay, now let's talk about positive message from the Democrats. Well, the Democrats say that the world is going to end in, within 10 years unless we raise your taxes. Uh, the Democrats say that you should be able to abort babies up until they're born. Uh, the Democrats, the only uh, plan they have economically is to refer to FDR and uh, the WPA and massive work programs, which just create work, not jobs. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, they hate the rich. They hate it's successful. Um, they want to divide us along uh, race and color lines and sex lines. Yeah. Who's got the negative message? How about just America being great? Welcome here. Come here legally. Celebrate living here. Enjoy all the freedoms of the greatest engine of economic and individual freedom in the history of mankind. I'd say that's pretty positive compared to what uh, Nancy Pelosi, who, by the way, is a happy American grandma. She is. Just think about the acronym for that. Nancy Pelosi is a happy American grandma. Yes, she is. She's a major happy American grandma. Oh, did you see this dope in Target? following around a woman in Target. He's wearing like this crocodile Dundee hat and he decides to ride her rear end about not uh, wearing a mask. And he does it because he's such a, a little 
were, uh, that he, he approaches a woman about it. I wish this woman had about a 6'8", 400-pound uh, husband who just happens to be a pro wrestler to talk to this dope in Target. And I hope that if a dope like this in Target does this to you, you give him a little what fur, and then you, uh, and then you call the police for harassment. Roy, you're vaccinated? Yes, I am. Oh, you are? Because I already have natural immunity. Yeah. You're not going to follow me around in the store and point at me to people. So I will video you. So we have a state regulation. that, uh... And it's not a law. You're an idiot. No. Oh, oh, so you're going to... Call the police for harassment. To insult me now. So my wife leave is a... Leave her alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, leave her alone. Here. Watch oh, is she? Alone. What are you doing? I'm... He says his wife is an epidemiologist. What a bull crap, dude. Seriously. This is, between, this is Sir? between the two of us. So what? Leave her alone. You got your mask on your face. I'm sure you're vaccinated, too. He is. He has a badge that says it. I hope he has rabies and distemper. Dude. So my wife is a doctor who specializes in infectious disease. Sure. Where Where is she a doctor and what's her degree in? Mm-hmm. So, you know, do you think... He'd say, you know what he'd say? Well, that's none of your business. But she just doesn't know what she's talking about. It's her choice. It's her choice. Uh, no, there's a store requirement and a state requirement. It's, it's not her choice. Right. Call the police. It's what are you even in here for? to come together you're not even shopping sure you're going around to harass people and make sure that people are shaming your wife he was following when they put the me he won't leave me alone put the rest of us at risk he's vaccinated I know and he has a badge on yeah, he's a busybody. He is a uh, what's a what's a female or the male version of Karen? I don't know. Jim Brewer is a brilliant comedian. He's really really funny, and uh, he has decided that he is not going to play at clubs that require vaccinations. Here he is talking about it. I got a lot of feedback from a couple of venues that I was playing, and my fans were really upset. They said, you know. I'm not comfortable with getting a COVID shot, and and now they're saying I can't come see you perform unless I do that. And I looked into it, and that's the last thing you should be doing is going. Hey, you want to come? You want to come see the you're like feeding the seal the fish? Yes. Hey, you want to you want to come see a concert? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. You want to here catch the fit? Why would you exactly. do that? Why would you? I don't want any of my fans forced. To come laugh, and they got to get a shot in them. Thank you. And and honestly, Tucker, I got to be honest with you. What really what really started uh, my video was there's a new narrative, and the new narrative is the unvaccinated are the beast. Kill yes. the beast. Yes. This this, exactly. this program goes on forever. Kill the beast. The beast is the unvaccinated. Kill them. And when when our leader. Put that out there and pointed the finger like we're the demons. Yep. I'm not vaccinated. I had COVID. You're not going to tell me about my body. I know. I I know my body. I know my morals. I know my faith. You don't come telling me and threaten me and everyone else as if we're the demons. I have two close friends right now, fully vaccinated, and they got COVID. Yeah. And they're both sick. So. What is this is not about safety, because if it was you just like you said, and I said in my video, eat more fruit, take care of your body, uh, go to the gym. Zinc DNC, zinc DNC. That's what I heard. Not DNC. Zinc DNC is what I'm saying. Finally, I want to wrap things up with James Klug. He works for uh, Newsmax, and he did a terrific man on the street. He's on uh, Gavin Newsom, and how enthusiastic Californians are with his uh, maintaining office. Thank goodness I'm only a visitor here. What about you? I wish he was out, but that's 
That's my comment. Hopefully no more business closures and hopefully lower gas prices. That's you see not gonna that future under Gavin Newsom's leadership. No, I don't see that future under Gavin Newsom's leadership, but I'm hopeful that he uh, learned something from the last nine months of fighting a recall. You left California? California. So you guys live in Texas right now? Yes, I do. So you were one of the originals to just say, this isn't going in a good direction, you left. That is correct. They just implemented uh, vaccine passports in Los Angeles County. Did you see that? And also the schools. You, in order for you to go to school, you got to have the quote-unquote card. You know, Show us your papers. Exactly. Oh. What's happening in this country? Are you excited that he got uh, he, he's he's back in office? Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, and I think uh, you're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. What, what's your favorite thing that he's done so far? Handling uh, COVID. Haven't you been on the planet too long to be this stupid? A lot of people are talking about the extended lockdowns, shutting down outdoor dining, etc. Uh, saying it was unnecessary. Do you think it was necessary? Absolutely. Absolutely. California businesses need some help. Uh-huh. The reason they're leaving in droves is because of taxation gas prices and other restrictions that have been and i think at this point we just have to let california go i mean i'm serious we, we just kind of need to let it go it's been it's been a long uh, relationship we've been together over 150 years and uh, i think it's time for a breakup i really do i uh, you know uh, we're we're not going in the same direction i we don't love you anymore i don't I, you've never loved us you've always hated us you know freedom loving americans who uh, who like low taxes and uh, you know uh, believe in entrepreneurship and freedom and all that stuff so i think i think we need to break up i think we need to go away so uh, it's time for me to go and you to enjoy your weekend i'm going to uh, blow out my trump cult votive candles before I leave the studio. There's a whole bunch of them. It's almost like a mass in here. I was raised Catholic, but now I just kind of replaced half the candles with Trump cult votive candles because I'm a Trump cultist now, I guess. So uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with me today. Uh, this has been fun. Today's been fun. I consider every day a, a, an ungodly, b- unbelievable blessing in my life. And I'm just going to be honest, and maybe you heard it in the sound of my voice. I couldn't wait to get to the mic today. And I feel that way every single day. My life has changed so fundamentally in the last year that I can do this for you every day. And my TV show on Newsmax is more than I could have ever dreamed of. I had to sell cars for three years. I had to go out in the winter and, and, and clean off cars with my hands freezing for three years. And, and Chris Ruddy discovered me the president of Newsmax, and he said, where the hell have you been, Rob? I said, well, I've been in an abusive relationship with radio for 25 years. And he gave me a TV show, and then he gave me a podcast. And I will never let you down. I promise you I will give you something that nobody else will give you, a show that entertains, informs, and maybe even motivates you. I promise you that. And maybe makes you laugh, too. Nobody else will do that right now. Uh, I learned a lot from the man I worked for for over 25 years, Mr. Rush Limbaugh, and I think he might have learned a couple of things from me writing for him starting as a kid when I was 22 years old. So, with that, I say thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining. If you would, please share the podcast with others because in the last three weeks, we've seen the podcast grow by 35%. What happened? Something caught on, and it's amazing. And it's not about me. It's about us. It's about us. Thank you. 
God bless our military, both living and departed. God bless our Gold Star families, our police, our first responders. God bless you. Have a glorious weekend. And until Monday, do not catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.